It's the Adam Ritz Show, a social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now, it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz. And thank you so much for tuning into the show. Today we're going to feature several of our most favorite live audiences. We record the show and start the show each and every broadcast with a live studio audience on a college campus somewhere in the United States of America. And we're going to stream together several of these live audiences in a row, let them bleed into each other with the applause from each audience. And during the course of this best of show, we are also going to talk to many student athletes, Greek leaders, IFC presidents, Panhel presidents, to talk about community service and philanthropy across America. And we will begin in Knoxville, Tennessee, at the University of Tennessee with the football team. The Adam Rich Show is on campus today in Knoxville, Tennessee, at the University of Tennessee with the volunteer football team. And this is a live studio audience! How about that love? How about that orange love? Gentlemen, thank you so much for the warm welcome here at the University of Tennessee with the football team, the volunteers. Our guest is Kurt Majet. Hi, Kurt. How are you? Doing good. How you doing? I'm doing really good. Tell me real quick about uh, your status with the team. I'm a junior, upcoming senior um, for the University of Tennessee. Play outside linebacker um, from Riviera Beach, Florida, and proud to be a Vol. Proud to be a Vol. And you've been volunteered by your coaching staff to represent the volunteers and talk about your team's community service. So uh, we love hearing about uh, young people's work in their communities. And uh, now you get to brag about the volunteers and their work here in the Knoxville area. Yeah, we do all sorts of different types of um, community service. This past Sunday, we went out and um, volunteered with the Polar Plunge. It's an um, event held for special needs kids. And it's freezing water, but we all got together as a team and jumped in with um, special needs kids and a lot of people from different um, other sports or whatnot, so it was, it was a lot of fun to just go out there and support. Did everybody jump in that freezing water? About um, 65% of the guys that came, but it was, it, was a good, it was a good amount of guys to jump in. Now, uh, I'm not suggesting you do this, but is there uh, retaliation for the 35% of the team that didn't jump in to the cold water? Maybe uh, <laughs> cut the hot water pipe in the shower next time they take a shower? I don't know. No, not really, because uh, if you look, we got a lot of football players. A lot of guys can't swim. So. <laughs> it, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I didn't think of that. I just think I don't want to jump in the cold water. Some of these guys are thinking, I can't swim. Okay. So, yeah, we've heard about the Polar Plunge Coast to Coast. It's a great charity to help special needs kids. If you have a Polar Plunge in your area, we encourage you. Uh, to check it out. And uh, Kurt, can't thank you enough for, for your work here in the Knoxville area and for representing the volunteers, one in which the best of luck. Let's have another round of applause for all the volunteers here at the University of Tennessee. I'm Adam Ritz, and today we're in Southern California. We are on the campus of Whittier College, just outside of Los Angeles, and we are broadcasting in front of this beautiful live studio audience. All right, that's wonderful. Thank you so much, Whittier College. We are here to uh, 
award a few student athletes and students on campus at Whittier for their uh, extra efforts with academics and with philanthropy and community service. And we bring on the show now Melanie Peel. Hi, Melanie. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I hear. Don't be scared. This is easy. Uh, we're going to talk about your presidential scholar status. Now, I probably butchered that. Are you? A, is it a presidential scholar? Yes, the title is Presidential Scholar Athlete. So you won a title. You're the Presidential Scholar Athlete. What is your team? Uh, water polo and swimming. <laughs> water polo and swimming. So you're a two-sport athlete at yeah. Whittier, and, uh, and you're smart as hell to boot. Sure. Yeah, what is your major? <laughs> Biology and environmental science. Oh, that is hard. And you, I'm going to assume you're like 4.0 across the board, huh? Um, close, yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. But uh, a scholar nonetheless, do you have any advice for our young listeners out there that are maybe having trouble with their academics? What is your, you're an academic expert now. What do you want to say to the, to the kids of America, at risk or otherwise, that are just having trouble with school and don't think it's that important? Um, if you like competition at all, you should move that to the classroom and try to compete with yourself and with others to do good stuff. That's Melanie Peel. Let's have a round of applause for her. Thank you so much. Thank you, Melanie. And uh, next we bring up Kevin Ewing. Hi, Kevin. Uh, Kevin Ewing, how you doing? Kevin Ewing, and you are, I'm fine, thank you. And uh, you're on the lacrosse team. Tell us about your uh, community service. Yeah, uh, men's lacrosse here at Whittier. Like, we always love to give back to the community. Um, actually, during our spring break trip this past uh, March, we went back to Philadelphia and volunteered with like a youth clinic with a bunch of kids, like third and fourth grade age back in uh, Radnor, Pennsylvania, and just had a great time showing the kids how to play a little lacrosse. And those kids, uh, they, you know, I lo know they love sports, but when they get involved oh with uh, mentorship and, and see yeah. your eyes, what's it like for you to see their eyes light up? Oh my God, yeah, they love lacrosse, and then just like being out there with a bunch of college-age athletes, like, it was great for them, and honestly, even better for us, like, it was really rewarding, and like, I think a lot of our guys got a lot out of it, and um, it's like a really good bonding experience for us. That's, you, hit on the, you hit the nail on the head. It was great for them, but it was probably even better for you guys. Yeah. So it's inspirational for me and our listeners and everybody here to learn uh, about community service, make a difference, get up off your couch like everybody here at Whittier College, get involved with your communities. Let's have a round of applause for everybody here tonight. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Go Poets. <laughs> and I can't thank you guys enough for hosting the Adam Red Show. I'm Adam Ritz, and today the Adam Ritz Show is on campus, Texas A&M, and we are with Texas A&M football, and we are broadcasting in front of this live studio audience. Okay, can you feel that love, the Aggie love? Thank you so much, College Station. Uh, our guest is Alex Caesar. Hi, Alex. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? I am fantastic. What year are you? What position are you with the Aggies? I'm a sophomore going into my sophomore season here. I play defensive back. Defensive back, fantastic. And I want to talk to you not about X's and O's or how hard you've hit people, which I could probably guess is pretty hard. Pretty hard. Um, I want to talk to you about your service projects, the community service that you and the Aggies do. What do you got for us? Uh, we participate annually in a mission called the Twin City Missions over in Bryan, Texas, and we help those kids and go encourage them and help the uh, families there and clean up around the place and build new parks for the kids to play in. Twin City Missions, and I'm going to guess we can just search that online, Twin Missions, Twin City Missions, right. maybe TwinCityMissions.org. If it's not that, then just search online for Twin City Twin Cities Missions, right? right? Both cities and missions are plural. Right. Okay, Twin, twin Cities. Uh, twin City 
Missions. Twin City Missions. Right. I got it. Okay, I'm slow, but I'll catch on. <laughs> Twin City Missions. Right. And uh, you help the kids. You build playgrounds. Uh, what else do you do there? Um, we clean up the windows, uh, fix food for people, just um, everyday life activities, just help those kids and kind of encourage them. And even the families, some of the adults there, and give their kids a safe place to play and have fun and just to basically taking everything and know that how blessed we are and just to help them and encourage them that is great and you make you said you make meals do you cook um, I do a little something, something in the kitchen. You know, I'm not, I'm not a professional chef or anything, but I've been known to. All right, give me what, what's the Alex Caesar special in the kitchen? Um, Alex Caesar special. I'm a breakfast type of guy, so you know, anything with eggs or anything like that, eggs and cheese, omelets. You know, I got it. That's, that's our egg and cheese expert, Alex uh, Caesar. Okay, and it's Twin City Missions. Uh, it's Texas A&M Aggie football doing their part to make this world a better place. Let's have a round of applause for everybody here, including Alex Caesar. The Adam Rich Show is on campus today in Orlando, Florida, and we are broadcasting at the Alpha Tau Omega National Convention in front of this live studio audience. All right. That is great. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. We're at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando for the ATO Congress. They hold this convention every two years to get together to talk about leadership and how to uh, be better men and how to learn uh, how to uh, get along with everybody better. And what else do you learn here? Uh, learn a lot, uh, basically about how to improve your chapter, how to grow the men around you. Grow the men around you. That's fantastic to hear that there are initiatives out there for, for young men across the country to, to better themselves. And uh, what better way to bring on our first guest, Wade Rigel? Regal. Regal, I'm sorry. I said I was bragging earlier. I could say it right. I just said it wrong. Okay, Wade Regal yep. is uh, an ATO member from? Nebraska. University of Nebraska, the Cornhuskers. Yep. Tell me real quick about those football games. That's a huge stadium, a lot of fun. I know they're, sometimes their spring football game has more people in it than the average fall stadium. Uh, Trying to think. The city of Lincoln just blows up during game day. Like you can't walk down to town and not see a stream of red just flowing towards the stadium. So the atmosphere is great. I love it. Do you have season tickets or how, just curious? How does uh, I went to a school that's uh, having some trouble with football right now, Purdue. Um, so it's not hard at all to get tickets to those games. In other words, they're giving them away. Uh, but in Nebraska, it's one of those schools that's sold out or every game sold out. Do you have tickets? What was the process for you to get tickets? Or if you don't go, how do you get tickets? Student tickets sell out pretty quick. So sometime during the summer, I think it's May, June. You know, you apply right online, you get them right away. You make sure you know the date so you can get it in the first couple of days. Otherwise, you won't get it at all. Do you paint your face, wear the corn on your head? Um, I'm not quite that into it. I don't show up early because to do that, you have to show up about 7 a.m. at a 2, 2 p.m. game. So I'm not quite that committed at it. Okay, let's see how smart you are. How many of you and your friends does it take to spell corn huskers on your stomachs? Oh, I don't know either. Forget it. Don't worry about it. Okay, so uh, Wade is here to actually not talk about football. We're, we're here to talk about uh, service projects and community service. And uh, what do you guys do on campus at the University of Nebraska? Um, we do a couple events. We do a Tau Tee Off event, and then we do ATO softball. But we had a big event uh, this past spring semester that was really just we found a local family, and we helped them out. Okay, that's the first event you were talking about? You uh, help out a local family with uh, just daily chores and shopping and going to the store, or did you build them a house? Well, actually, it was outside of uh, philanthropy, official philanthropy events. We heard of a little boy named Jackson who has PMD. It's a physical disability, but not a mental disability. So he's eight years old, and he's watching all these, his friends around him grow up, do all these awesome things, ride their bikes. 
and he understands that he's not able to do those things, but he tries. And his family recently uh, was in a social media contest, and there are some famous Vine stars from Omaha who shared him on that. And so out of 2,000 applicants, he rose up to be eighth in the competition, but he wasn't able to win the adaptive bike that his family needed. There's a lot of hype behind it. He got excited about it. And so we found out about that, and we went into that moment, and we didn't have a philanthropy set up, and it wouldn't, wouldn't be quick enough. So as a chapter, we just kind of got together, told the story, and we all donated personal funds to raise this special adaptive bike he needed that was too pricey for the family. Yeah. And so we donated it to him and the family, and the community's response was great. You know, they threw us a school, they threw a school assembly of us giving Jackson the bike. We surprised him at school. And, like, the look on his face, it was on the news. And, like, I still, every now and then, a couple weeks, I'll go through and I'll watch the video on the news. Because, like, it's, I don't know, it gets me right here. It sounds corny. No, it doesn't at all. You know, now that we, I just uh, pulled you up. I didn't even know who you were or what campus you were on, but I follow these stories nationally, and this is a great story. I completely remember when this hit. I've got some chills right now thinking about it. Uh, again, just to let you guys know, and our listeners at home, um, a special bike was needed by this young man to get out and be active. He did not win that bike through a contest that his family entered, so the ATOs at the University of Nebraska took it upon themselves to go get that bike for this young man, outside of any normal fraternity philanthropy they already had going on. They went out on their own, emptied their pockets, and bought this special bike for this kid. That, and, and it is worth Googling. Look it up. Just go to ATO Nebraska um, Bike. That's all you have to Google, and I guarantee you this story will come up, and it'll, it'll touch your heart. It's the coolest thing. Okay, real quick before you go, what was the second initiative you were talking about? Uh, tau tee off. The, oh, no, softball. Oh, the softball. softball. Yep, we do an ATO softball event, so that's when we basically bring in sororities, and they're playing a softball tournament, so it's competition among them, gets them out and active. And then we also have some of our members acting as coaches, and so they pay for the event. We get sponsors for the event as well. So it's a fun little tournament on campus. Uh, you get to meet some of the sorority women, and at the same time, just have a lot of fun. You had me at meet the sorority women. That's uh, anytime uh, you do that uh, for a great cause, it's, uh, you win across the board. Okay. Uh, Wade, I can't thank you enough for sharing those stories with us. Let's have a round of applause for Wade and for everybody here at the ATO Congress National Convention in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for having me. I'm Adam Ritz, and today the Adam Ritz Show is on campus at Eastern Kentucky University with the football team, and we are broadcasting in front of this live studio audience. All right. Deep voices, football, thick necks. Caleb, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm well. You're an English major too. Criminal justice. Close Criminal enough. justice. Yeah. Okay. Smart football players at Eastern Kentucky. I like to hear that. Well, we are uh, broadcasting today with the Eastern Kentucky football team uh, to highlight some of the community service these guys do, uh, not only here in Richmond, Kentucky, but across the planet. I hear that there was uh, a mission trip to Haiti, and Caleb, uh, you were part of that. Yes, it was. Uh, this is the second time we've been to Haiti. Uh, last year we went kind of as an exploratory trip. Our team's been sponsoring an orphan there. His name's uh, Stephen, and um, every year, every, like every week, we take up a donation and we send it down there. Just part of his monthly uh, you know, donations, as far as helping him with his schoolwork and getting the stuff he needs. And this year we went down as a group for a second time to do more of a construction project. We're building onto the orphanage there. It's part of the Hands and Feet Ministry in Jock Mill. So. Uh, did a lot of work down there and built a new addition uh, as an apartment complex as some of the kids age out in the program and need a place to stay. 
So you, you're building an addition onto an orphanage. Do you know how to build, construct? No, I mean, two-by-fours, drywall, what are you doing? Stacking bricks? Well, luckily, uh, we were just there to do the foundation. So uh, we took out these you know, giant boulders out of the ground with pickaxes and big metal rods. And uh, it was a lot of hard work. We were out there for four or five days for you know eight hours. But it was amazing seeing some of the guys out there that do this every day for a living. They're not even sweating, and they work a lot smarter than we do. We're out there just trying to be strong and hurting ourselves, <laughs> throwing our backs out. But um, we did a lot of good work while we were down there. And the construction crew said that we sped them up probably about four or five weeks oh, into what they were doing. So it's going to be great looking back in the future to see uh, you know, it was like, hey, we were a part of that and seeing the way the orphanage has changed. And that second trip down to Haiti, did you get to see Stephen again? Yes, we did. And uh, it's good to see him. And uh, he, uh, he's growing up. And uh, it's fun to play with the kids. That was one of the cool things we got to do is, uh, you know, seeing Stevenson and playing with him. Because, um, like, you come home from a long day of work. It's kind of like how Coach talks about the authentic man. You know, you go, you go to work, you work hard, you come home, you still got to play with the kids. And even though you're tired, but uh, we come out and play soccer, and you know, some of the guys, especially Bergy, love soccer a lot, and they'll be out there just uh, going as hard as they can, and then we'd sleep and get up early and go to work again. Did Steven uh, have a chance through technology to follow the football team at all during your season? Um, is there any kind of Internet connection? or I don't know anything about Haiti, to be honest with you. I know there's a, a Facebook page for the orphanage, and uh, we're able to keep up with Stevenson and the other uh, uh, kids there. I mean, there's opportunities to sponsor several kids at the orphanage. Um, in addition to Stevenson, if people want to, you can find that out on the Hands and Feet website. But I mean, they'll usually post something, you know, every couple weeks or once a month, just an update on how he's doing. And uh, you know, coach will tell us stuff about how he's doing as well. All right. Well, I'm going to check that out. Hands and Feet. I'll yeah. Google hands and feet and look toward the uh, Eastern Kentucky football squad's mission work with the kids in orphanages in Haiti. Caleb, what's your last name? Hodgson. Caleb, Caleb Hodgson? Hodgson. Caleb Hodgson, in what position? Tight end. Tight end, which is the most important position on the team, right? Of course. You've got to do both. You've got to block and catch. Exactly. Right? <laughs> right. Okay, before I let you go, your best memory uh, as a player, tight end. Give me a big time winning touchdown story. Uh, I don't have one, so. Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? The, the mission story was paramount. We'll work on the football stories as, uh, as the season progresses. Work in progress. Get, me, get back to me when you score that touchdown. We'll bring, we'll bring you back on the air. All right. Sounds All right. good. Let's, great job, Caleb. Let's have a round of applause for Caleb. I'm Adam Ritz, and today the Adam Ritz Show is on campus at the University of Connecticut. We're with UConn football, and we are broadcasting in front of this live studio audience. Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. That is some energy. That is some high energy. Here at UConn, oh my gosh, the football Huskies, fantastic audience, thank you guys so much. Uh, our guest is uh, defensive back Byron Jones. Hi Byron, how are you? How you doing? I'm doing great, thank you for joining us. We're going to talk about some of the community service projects that the UConn Huskies do, uh, either here in the area with your community or uh, out of state, whatever you guys uh, are up to, I'm curious to know, so our, our listeners uh, really want to know what you guys are up to. Byron, take it away. All right, great. Well, we do a lot. Well, first, we do, um, we read to local kids. In local schools, um, 
basically we go there, read books to kids, and at the end of it, they can ask questions, and they always love that. Um, we also have a two-hand touch football event. It's called KJ for Life. Um, it's an event to encourage leadership throughout local communities. Very cool. Let me go back to the first thing was uh, reading to the kids. Have you done that yourself personally? Yes, I did it about two years ago. Okay, yeah. and you, you mentioned the kids ask questions. What kind of questions? They, al they always ask about football. What is it like? I actually had one kid ask me, how does it feel to be so tall? I mean, I'm only six feet. I'm not the tallest guy on the team, but that's what he wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, so you go back, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, de <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Okay, then the, uh, the flag football game. Yeah, the flag football game. I actually haven't had a chance to participate in that one, but um, any event that has football in it, it's going to be a success for the mm -hmm. kids. Yep. Um, one of my personal favorites, and a couple guys in here participated in, was the women's football one-on-one -on -one camp. And it's just a chance for, women's to come, for women to come in and come into the center and learn the game of football. You know, they're jumping over bags, they're, they're hitting bags, you know, they're doing a little lift. Sure. It's just a fun event for women to come and learn the game of football. Any of those ladies, uh, could they walk on the team? Could they maybe oh, earn, no, earn a scholarship? Good, we had some good ladies there. We had a couple guys knock over, a couple, excuse me, a couple ladies knock over a couple of our guys. Really? That's oh, kind yeah, of embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, all the proceeds from that event go to straight to the Yukon Health Center. Oh, cool. Okay, yep. good. And then one of the uh, funner events that we did was the Husky-thon, and that's just an all-night, actually an all-day dance event. It starts, you know, in the evening and goes all the way to the morning, and all the proceeds, that's just a fundraising event for the uh, Yukon Medical Center. And you have a bunch of kids from uh, kids with cancer, kids with muscle, dis muscle diseases, they'll come and, they, and just have fun and enjoy our time. And do you, do you dance in that dance-a-thon? Oh, yeah. We're dancing out there. And, uh, of course, Bob Diaco is out there, too. So. And uh, the whole team dances? Can you uh, – uh, I know this isn't video. I'm not put, I don't want you to dance right now, but can you uh, – who would be the best dancer on the team? Ruben Frank right there. That man right there. <laughs> Ruben? Well, we have, Ruben? They're both pretty good. Which, okay. which, I mean, which of the two want to do? I mean, you guys want to come up and no, dance? No, no, they don't have to dance. That's, I just wanted to know who, who they were. Well, I'll Ru say Ruben Ru Frank. Ruben Frank, we got Graham. Of course, Casey Cochran likes to shake it. So. Okay, and just, uh, <laughs> and uh, just to, if we asked who the best was, I got to ask, who's the worst dancer on the team? Whoo-wee. You, Byron. The worst? <laughs> Byron Jones. I'm not the worst dancer. That's false. The worst dancer, I... Who is it? He's raising his hand. Are you the worst dancer? Yeah. You're the worst dancer here? You just admit it right off the bat. I'm the worst dancer. Okay. What's his name? He's the weirdest dancer. That's, that's also Casey Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Byron Jones uh, and UConn Football, we thank you for all your community service. It's inspiring for me and our listeners to hear you guys are involved. It makes us want to get up off of our couches in our hometowns and get involved as well. Let's give Byron and yourself one more round of applause. The Adam Ritz Show is in Pennsylvania. We're just north of Philadelphia. I'm on campus at Cabrini College, and we are broadcasting in front of this live studio audience. Excellent. Thank you so much, Cabrini College, for hosting the Adam Rich Show. We travel the country to look for inspiring stories, and we found one here at Cabrini with Emily Dayton. We bring Emily on the show now. Hi, Emily. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. We've heard about this prevention of suicide initiative that you took it upon yourself to start. Is this in your hometown? Yes. And uh, where is this? And tell us about this initiative. Uh, I'm from Manasquan, New Jersey, and we have the largest suicide cluster in the country. So I was a freshman in high school when the first boy completed suicide. So we, my family started 
because of the suicides. We're not a suicide prevention group. We're kind of like an awareness group for everything, drugs, bullying, you know, that kind of thing. And in New Jersey, you're saying it's the, did I hear it's the highest rate of suicide in the country is in your hometown? We're the largest suicide cluster. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so you just, you and your family took it upon yourself to bring awareness to this issue. Um, not only in your hometown, but now across the country, people are learning about this. What do you guys do? Uh, well, we have wristbands. We're called You Cannot Be Replaced. So we have wristbands that are marked with I Cannot Be Replaced on them, and they're supposed to be passed. So someone will wear it for an X amount of time, and then once they see someone who they think needs it more, they'll go and they pass it to them. You Cannot Be Replaced. Mm -hmm. And is there a digital property, a website or something we can look mm -hmm. at? Yep, it's youcannotbereplaced.com. YouCannotBeReplaced.com. Emily, I can't thank you enough for uh, taking the initiative to start this and to share it with us and our listeners. Uh, we love to learn about young adults across the country that get involved, try to make this planet a better place. It's inspiring to me. It makes me want to help out more. So, Emily, thank you so much. Let's have a round of applause for Emily. And everybody here at Cabrini College, thank you so much. I'm Adam Ritz, and the Adam Ritz Show is in uh, California, Southern California, on the campus of California State University, Dominguez Hills, and we are broadcasting in front of this beautiful live studio audience. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, the Toros, for the love. And we are here to honor uh, all of the student-athletes. They've been caught in the act with high integrity and community service and character and uh, academics. And we are joined now by the uh, SAC president, Danny Haley. Hi, Danny. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, tell our listeners at home, uh, what is SAC? SAC stands for Student Athletic Advisory Committee. It's an uh, all-student athletic, obviously, run committee that uh, helps not only represent the school, but also in the community with community service, and each sport is represented in SAC. Okay, and how did you uh, become the president? Was there an election? Uh, well, my freshman year, um, we had the, fr the freshman uh, represented the baseball team, and then that's how I got started in it, and then I went up through the ranks. I was vice president my sophomore year, and I've been president my junior and senior year. All right, and uh, I guess as far as the baseball team that you're on, tell us about um, your role in the community or a service project that you've done recently. Um, well, the most recent one we did was the McGruder Middle School visit, where we visit a local uh, school over here in Torrance. Um, we spend lunchtime with them, just hanging out, doing you know different activities with them, you know playing basketball, tag, whatever they want. And then we also get to sit down and kind of talk to them about the important importance of being a student athlete and how the student comes first. And without the student part, then you don't get to play athletics in college. You know how many people don't get that? That's fantastic that not only do you get it, but you're, you're sharing that with young people in the area. So that's awesome. Absolutely. So what's coming up, I guess, uh, next semester, next year, as far as uh, community service with your student athletes? Well, next year, um, we got a lot of events in the fall. Um, the first one we do is the turkey giveaway, where we go over here in the community at the local plaza, and we hand out turkeys to underprivileged families, um, kind of hear their stories, carry it to the car, talk to them, just kind of make their Thanksgiving a little more enjoyable. Um, that's one of the big ones. That is great for, for us to hear, uh, our listeners to hear, for me to hear, that young people are involved with the community because it inspires us to get up off our couches and go do something, make this planet a better place. Absolutely. So, Danny, thank you so much for your efforts, and let's have a round of applause for everybody here at California State University, Dominguez Hills. The Adam Ritz Show is on campus in Manhattan, Kansas today. We are broadcasting in front of this live studio audience at Kansas State University. 
All right. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. K-State, the Wildcats. We're joined now by Erica Young. Hi, Erica. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm fantastic. You are a student athlete. You're six foot two. So is it volleyball or uh, basketball? You're not six two? I am six two and I play basketball. Okay. Um, <laughs> basketball and well, real quick, tell us about the team here. Um, well, we're going to win a ring this year. All we've right. been working good, like we've been working a lot on and off the court, so we expect to do a lot of great things this year. Well, we travel the country to highlight community service uh, on college campuses. We love hearing about young adults getting involved with their community. What does the uh, K-State women's basketball team do here in the Manhattan area? Um, during the summer, we get all the potential basketball players to, I guess, you know, live their dream and just play with us and get a chance to see what we do on and off the court. And we just help them be like us one day. So that's through a series of camps with uh, young people through the area? Yes. So uh, what, how old are they? What grade? Um, it's from, I guess, first grade all the way up to 12th. So a first grader walks in, looks up at you. You're, you're eight feet tall to them. What do they look, uh, how, what's the look on their face when they see you? Oh, my gosh, she's so tall. <laughs> And you're like, yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, then you get to share your knowledge with basketball with them. And, and that, that's great to get involved with kids in your community. Uh, and we uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. And we wish you the best of luck, not only with those kids uh, and sharing uh, the dream with them, but with the uh, basketball season coming up. I, I want you to get that ring, okay? Thank you. All right. Let's have a round of applause for Erica and everybody here at K-State. The Adam Ritz Show. Fellowship, leadership, and philanthropy. It really is amazing when you stop and think about all the great causes across the country and how many college students are getting involved in their community. We salute all the students and student athletes across America that get involved to make this place a better planet. I'm Adam Ritz. Thanks for listening. Thanks to all of our guests, all of our audiences. You can follow us on Twitter. It is simply at... Adam Ritz. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live, both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.